This is Seven Sports. Good afternoon and welcome along to Seven Sports Saturday Live. And we're here at Medi Park. What's become a, a gloomy place, both metaphorically and physically, in terms of the weather and in terms of on-field disappointment that City have felt in the last few matches. Although a 0-0 draw at Kidderminster last time out will buoy them and bring them hope going into this tricky fixture against a side at the top of the table flying in Brackley Town. We talked about it on the show this morning, myself and Kelsey, that potentially attentions could be elsewhere with the massive game against Farsi Celtic to come next week. My name's Ryan Butler, joined as ever by Kelsey DeMaria for live action here. And we've got action happening at Brimscombe at the Meadow. Brimscombe and Frutt versus Lydney Town in the Hellenic Prem. Josh Evans is there for us for that one. So expect updates from him throughout the game. In a, in a match that Hardy Price is uh, already jinxed because he said in the pre-match preview with Josh that you can read on the website 7 that he expects goals and he wouldn't bet on a 0-0. So when that finishes 0-0, it'll be Josh's second 0-0 in a row and he'll have learned a harsh lesson. But before we bring Kelsey in and discuss today's game here, a reminder you can get in contact with us throughout the broadcast on Twitter at 7 Sport. Facebook.com forward slash 7sport, info at 7sport.co.uk on the email, and of course on the Instagram, 7 underscore sport. Let us know your thoughts, your opinions, not just on Gloucester City, but anything affecting Gloucester football, particularly non-league Gloucester football as well, and we'll answer as many questions as we can. Kelsey, hello, welcome to the broadcast today, and we talked about it on the, the show this morning, but it's for breakfast. But now you're here, you're looking at the, the lineups, you're looking at the, the stadium, you're looking at everything. You know, what do you expect from today's game? Pretty much as I expected Gloucester to, <clears throat> to line up, to be fair. I mean, there were, we had some question marks whether Gehring and Nugent would be available, whether they had uh, tallied up suspensions for yellow cards, but obviously they haven't. They both start this afternoon, so realistically Gloucester have got their, their first, first choice centre-half partnership as well uh, out there this afternoon. Uh, but we know that, you know, Brackley are a very strong team, of course, they're joint top of the league, only behind Gateshead on goal difference at the moment. So, you know, the games against Brackley are always tough ones for Gloucester City. Haven't beaten Brackley in the last eight meetings, haven't even picked up a single point. But so, is that just not potentially the, you know, the, the old line, it's got to end sometime? Well, yeah, absolutely. Actually, I say that, I think they did pick up a point last season away at Brackley. I think it was a 1 1 draw in the end, I believe. Um, but other than that, it's. Uh, it's not been a, a, a happy opponent for them to face in, in, in previous years. But, yeah, there is always that thing that, you know, the bad, the bad run against a particular team has got to, run at, end, got to end at some point. But it brings it down to the old, um, you know, the old question of does it really affect the manager's preparation before the game when looking at previous results or is it just a totally different, you know, totally different game each time it comes around, you know, do, do the managers and do the players actually pay much attention to statistics like that? I personally don't think they do, um, but it, it's just something that kind of happens, you know. But well, I, 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 I wouldn't bet on Gloucester City breaking that run yeah. this afternoon, put it that way. Well, what you would say, Kelsey, looking at the lineup for Gloucester City, we were there against Hereford and they tried to play like a five at the back, but had the likes of Kevin Dawson and Bernard Mensah in it. You look at this back five today, Ledbetter, Thompson, Gehring, Nugent and Hall, you'd probably say that's arguably the back five that, that Lee Mansell would want. 
they're setting up to to not lose, and I think that is pretty pretty much the right call. If I was Mansell, that's probably what I would have done as well. You know, I was not necessarily critical of Jordan Thompson on the podcast TN Talk this week, um, but I did say, you know, that I don't think I, I've seen enough of him to know whether he is a, a, a quality, a National League North quality central defender yet. We're going to see, prob- well, probably 90 minutes of him this afternoon at, at centre-back alongside Gering and Nugent. So, you know, it's a very defensive lineup. But Gloucester have the players where they can counter, they can catch Brackley on the break. You know, you've got Ollie Holbert and Matt Green playing up front, starting together. So I think this is Matt Green's first appearance at New Meadow Park yeah. as well, actually. So he'll be eager to impress the home fans, those of them that have turned up this afternoon. It's not looking like a massive attendance so far uh, down here in Hempstead. But, you know, it's always a, 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 well, a, a fresh challenge for, for a player when they play their first game for a new club at their home stadium. So he'll be eager to impress. Gloucester will be eager to impress. They'll be eager to not lose. Because realistically, if they lose this game, which many people expect them to, next week's massive game away at Farsley becomes even bigger. And I didn't even think that was possible. <laughs> well, what you would say, Kels, you know, we, we touched upon the lineup. We'll run through it now. Jake Cole and goal. Dan Ledbeer, Jordan Thompson, Gehring Nugent Hall as the back five, as we said. O'Sullivan, Sheaf and Tomlinson there, the chosen midfield three. No Fabian Robert involved today. Um, and as Kelsey said there, Holbert and Green are the top two. What I would say to you, Kelsey, looking at the bench for Gossie, Liam Armstrong, goalkeeper, Jack Hill, young defender, Joe Jeremiah, young midfielder, can play up front potentially, Danny King, we all know him, still very young, very raw in what he does. And Bernard Mensah, who appears to have got a, an arm injury, there were rumours that he's broken his wrist and he's come out warming up today with a, a, you know, some sort of cast on his arm. May not be fully fit, and, and unfortunately that's been the story of Bernard Mensah's time at Gossie. But looking at that bench... Would you feel confident that Gloucester have got enough to be able to change the game? Uh, or is that a tough n- question? No. I, I, no, I wouldn't. If you'd have asked me the question last season, uh, you know, even having a player like Bernard Mentor on the bench for Gloucester last yeah, season, I would have said yes, absolutely. But the way that you know, Bernard Mentor hasn't been playing well this season, obviously you've got a goalkeeper on the bench, you've got a really young defender, you've got a really young midfielder, and you've got quite a young striker who albeit does have experience at National League North level and has scored goals at this level as well but none of those players to me scream game changer apart from maybe Bernard Mensah if he is on song and he hasn't been on song this season well, I think potentially Danny King could change the game but you're going to have to get the ball to him and get him running at the back line this Brackley Townside you know, they're an experienced bunch they haven't lost many. They haven't let in many. Are they going to be too wise just to read, out, read the game? But the sides are out here at Meadow Park. As you can hear, Charlie Hughes is reading the teams out as they shake hands on the 3G. Gloucester in their red kit with gold side and also red shorts red socks Bracky Town in a sort of what I would describe a highlight a yellow kit shirts shorts and socks all the same so we're going to have a, a tough game you feel Kelsey will take us through commentary 
and it'll take us through the full game. I'll pitch in with what I can. I'll be on the social media, so a reminder, get in contact with us at 7Sport on Twitter, and we'll read out as many questions as we can. We'll try and keep up to date from around the grounds, including Josh Evans at Brimscombe and Frupp versus Lydney Town. But as the toss of the coin in the middle of the pitch takes place, we hand over to commentator Kelsey DeMario to call proceedings for the 90 minutes. Yeah, thanks, Ryan. Looking forward to this one. You know, it's going to be a real test for Gloucester. We were saying before, off the air, um, you know, this is either going to be one of those games where Gloucester win 1-0 or Brackley go out and just run riot and win 4-5-0. or You know, I don't see there being any in-between. So Brackley players huddled away. They'll be shooting towards the T-end in the first half. Gloucester shooting from right to left as we look at it. Brackley from left to right with the scoreboard glistening in the overcast Gloucestershire night, well, afternoon sky, I should say. Nine minutes of football away. Brackley looking to put a stamp on their title ambitions in the National League North this season. Gloucester need to get something to pull themselves away from that relegation battle. And we're underway here at New Meadow Park as Brackley get us going over on the far side with new signing straight away. Max Dyche seeing the ball just joined on loan from Northampton Town earlier today. Slotting in as the floodlights come on. 17 seconds in. And it's free kick to Brackley just inside the Gloucester half with the experienced James Armson stood over the ball. Sends Dyche up to join Gareth Dean in the centre of the penalty area. As Matt Lowe makes a run for the ball. Dyche puts it in towards new signing Dyche. It's headed away by Nugent. Back in there by Wes York. And it hooked away by Ollie Holbert back there doing his defensive work. And Matt Green trying to make himself a presence felt in the only going. Wins his side of throwing. So some Gloucester fans just filtering... Away to our left-hand side to uh, go and stand behind the goal that their team are attacking. And they've got a free kick just inside the touchline in front of the Brackley dugout. Of course, manager Steve, uh, sorry, Kevin Wilkin, I do apologise. Nugent, the man stood over the free kick then on halfway for Gloucester. A bit of space in front of him in this left-hand channel. Matt Green looked like he was going to go for the run there. But Nugent stands it up towards the back post. Headed clear by Walker. Now around the corner for In Love. Armson in midfield on the halfway line. Finds Walker again. Now he goes around the corner for York. York looking for the advance run of Matt Lowe. Matt Lowe now up against Dan Ledbeer wearing the captain's armband today in the absence of Kevin Dawson. Dawson, of course, suspended. Where else would he be? Now into the feet of Lowe. Lowe looking to turn, twist, get in towards the penalty area. Thompson comes in with a good challenge. Jordan Thompson gets his foot on the ball, plays it off of Lowe, out of play for a goal kick. Well, in the early exchanges, Kelsey, one thing I'm noticing is that City, not maybe look a bit nervous, look a bit edgy, sitting back just a little bit too deep for my liking I'd like to see the defenders just push up half a fraction 
because otherwise you're setting the tone, Kelsey. You're setting the tone for a negative performance, and you're saying to the visitors and you're saying to the fans here in attendance that expect 90 minutes of just us trying to defend it. And I don't think that's the impression City really want to be given so early on in the contest. So I'd be saying to the defenders, just move it up a couple, a few yards and try and get the team further up the pitch. Is that not a possible danger, though, when you play five at the back? You just invite that yeah. onto your team. So, you know, but here they come, though, over the halfway with Louis Hall looking for the run down the channel. And it's poor pass from Hall. He's trying to find Lucas Tomlinson. It just knocked it straight out of play. Throwing comes in. Ben Gehring wearing a face protection of some sort. Of course, suffered a broken nose in the uh, last outing for the Tigers. As Brackley win possession back now with Murum Bedzi. Switches a play lovely. And Louis Hall gets in with the interception. Now Lucas Tomlinson can run forward down the left channel. Cuts back onto his left. Now he's got Hall on the overlap. Good play this. Hall delivers, driven, cleared by the first man. It's poor cross in the end. O'Sullivan brings it down, then loses out. And now Lowe can carry forward for the visitors. Looking to go just in behind. York was making that run, bending his run behind Ben Gehring, but the centre-back read it well. Hall goes over the top, looking for the advanced run of Green, and it's a good header back by Murrumbedzi just towards Danny Lewis in goal as Green was bearing down on him. It's a good touch by the centre-back. And danger averted for the moment, but Gloucester showing signs there. Well, both sides now you got their strikers in there in, in about sort of 20 seconds of play. And, you know, what you would say is good uh, recovery from Ben Goering twice in that move to just intercept through balls and, and key passes in that uh, middle of the, the city half, really. The ball to Matt Green was, you know, a pretty good one. But what you would say is the Brackley defender managed to get enough on it. And that's probably, you know, put uh, Green's chances of getting on it to, to bed. And, you know, that's a good sign, though. That's what I want from... Gloucester City try and get the ball to Green we saw at Hereford when he got the ball in that second half in particular they looked effective Sheaf battling well in midfield of course he's a player as well Mike Sheaf who's had a few critics on City Open Forum as well yeah us included as well so he's starting this afternoon Jordan Thompson brings it back inside finds the aforementioned Sheaf now with Gehring and he and Nugent will play it around themselves Nugent sprays it to the left hand side Hall Picks it up on the halfway line and just knocks it back to Nugent and Gehring playing it again between themselves about 30 yards out from Jake Cole's goal in front of the TN. The ball played over the top by Max Sheaf. Held up in the wind a little bit there. Tomlinson was through, but it's only cleared as far as Louis Hall. Hall delivers towards the back stick. Ledbetter was arriving just over the top of Matt Green, though. Ledbetter might still get there and Glenn Walker has to keep it in. Plays it back to Dyche. Now back with Walker. Good calm play between the numbers two and three respectively as ball forward finds Ledbitter now has to go back to O'Sullivan on halfway Hall in a bit of space on this near side finds Tomlinson overlapping he has to go back to O'Sullivan though the top knot wearing Tommy O'Sullivan and now Gloucester just trying to be patient with their build up play as O'Sullivan and Hall pass short between each other and as I say Gloucester were trying to be patient Tommy O'Sullivan tries to spray one to the far side for Jordan Thompson who is making an overlap and he just goes straight out of play skips up off the turf and Brackley will be not too bothered if Gloucester do that all afternoon yeah when you play five at the back you know, you're relying on your wing backs to get forward and, and already in the first what five and a half minutes Louis Hall has got forward a couple of crosses maybe not on the money Ledbetter 
from the other side was getting forward, just half a yard, you know, away from it. But you know, positivity and the ball towards Tomlinson again was another good one. Just it's something that I'm, uh, I just noticed actually. I mean, it looks like it's it's kind of a fluid back five because yeah. it looks like when Gloucester are going forward, Ledbetter is kind of slotting into that right midfield, and Thompson is coming in, well, you we know, settling it right back. Yeah. We saw that at Hereford when Gloucester are in possession. That one of the fullbacks just goes forward. It comes as four four two. But especially when Brackley have the ball, it is definitely a five at the back. So, you know, it's obviously something that Mansell has been working on with the, the team because, you know, he's trialling it in a, in a few games in a row now. So they know what they want. Long throw in by Cullen and Laberd, and it is caught at the near post following the flick on by York, I believe it was actually one of the smallest players in the Brackley team. Uh, Jake Cole got there with ease and puts the ball down on the floor kicks long for Green Green wins the flick on Holbert wasn't there but the ball has ricocheted back to Green picking himself up off the floor now inside to Holbert Holbert is fouled by Dyche and Gloucester have a chance to send Geringen Nugent forward from this free kick Brackley playing a look like they're going to play a high line from this free kick and you know why wouldn't you well you get two big centre-halves coming at you you kind of want to do as much as you can to keep them out of your box but look at the two centre-halves the position here they're standing offside and it's going to be an interesting one here yeah high line from Brackley O'Sullivan whips it in and there's nobody near it at all it was kind of in that corridor of uncertainty but the players were so far up the pitch that it was never going to go anywhere near them and the goal kick taken quickly by Lewis straight up to York cuts inside in the penalty area now Hall has to deal with this against York and he does Sheaf is there supporting him cleared only as far as Armson though in the middle of the Gloucester half. Now Murrumbedzi plays it out wide for low. Now Dyche spreads the play. It's going to be cut out by Tomlinson though now. And now Gloucester can break on Brackley here. Tomlinson towards the byline. Left channel gets across and it's deflected. And it's well watched by Danny Lewis. Because they're taking a deflection. And there's a man running across the six-yard box there. It would have been an easy tap-in. But Lewis had done well. He's not committed himself taken the cross well danger averted but you know just again you know moments Gloucester shown that they do have the chance on the counter attack they do well, have we, the pace we know what Tomlinson's going to provide he's going to provide that energy in the midfield that we, we refer back to that Hereford game again something that they lacked with him not in the team but coming back to the free kick from Tommy Sullivan very poor need to be a floater when you're, you're against a high line like that there's no point whipping it in the near post because they can't you know, your, your defenders, your forwards, they can't make up that, that ground quick enough. It's, it's impossible. Free kick taken quickly, and O'Sullivan immediately intercepts and is then fouled himself. So Gloucester take their free kick quickly. And now with Hall, just in front of Lee Mansell in the Gloucester dugout. Nugent looks to go line down the left channel to absolutely no one. Kind of aimless by Nugent. Yeah, disappointing. Yeah, probably the first time in the first 10 minutes, Kelsey, where City have probably been guilty of trying to get the ball forward a bit too quickly. We've seen it in their performances at points this season where you know, they just get a bit of panic and start just playing it long for the sake of it. You know, 10 minutes into the game, you don't want to be doing that already. And you know, if the other defenders around him need to say, look, you know, it's been working doing it this way, let's keep doing it this way. A free kick given against Ben Gehring there. Just uh, push in the back, I think the referee yeah. said. James Armson stood over it. Armson now stands it up towards back post. Header towards 
the back post was from Deich, I think. But it actually ended up going out of play for goal kick. Nugent was down as well for a second on his haunches, but he's quickly back up with a spring in his step. And it remains 0-0, 10 minutes played. You're listening live on 7 Sport. Goal updates from Old End to Lane, where Jerry House has uh, kindly tweeted us to say that uh, Stonehouse took the lead. They went 1-0 up, and they're now 2-0 up. Two goals in as many minutes for Stonehouse in the Hellenic uh, League Division 1. Do you have a goal scorer? No, no, no goal scorers. We'll have to make it up then. George Callanan? I imagine it'd be Liam Gale and Liam Gale. <laughs> Ball high into the Gloucestershire sky as it's picked up now by Hall. Tomlinson down the left flank. A lot of Gloucester's play coming down this left-hand side early doors. I obviously, see, that's where their most attacking impetus is going to come from, you know, with Hall and Tomlinson. Now with Nugent, again, pick picks his, his pass over the top Green now might get onto this in the penalty area he's got Holbert inside Green puts it in there and it's calmly taken by the captain Gareth Dean inside his own penalty area just to clear it away played up long for York the ball comes off of York and a Gloucester throw in is given much to the dismay of Kevin Wilkin and O'Sullivan wastes possession for Gloucester Couple more goals. Willow Rovers one, Eastham United nil, and it is also Corsham United nil, Fairford Town one. First, well, assistant manager of Fairford Town, Jamie Reid, is here today. We've seen him here at Meadow Park, he's still uh, suspended, but he'll be there back in the Fairford dugout soon enough. Tomlinson doing really well to win possession back for his side, and Green tried to press the back line. He did well, Matt Green, as he forced, it, forced him into a mistake, but just as he was about to, to latch on to loose ball, he lost his footing. It's, it's picked up by Ledbitter inside. Good chest by Dan Ledbitter. He's taken it past two players just with that one move. Now he's up against his opposite number two, Max Dyche, and Dyche comes away with it. The Northampton Town loanee. Now it's with Dean. Low inside. Loses out though. Now Hall has it. Sloppy play from both sides really in the early going. It's Tomlinson now. Louis Hall has made a great run down this left flank. Challenge comes in. Hall retains possession though. Now back with Tomlinson. Stands it up. Green was waiting for the header. It's cleared away by Cullen and Laberd. Now it's with Max Sheaf on the edge of the box. Good challenge coming in from Glenn Walker. It's fallen to Thompson though. Now Gloucester still in the ascendancy. Sheaf loses out just on the corner of the penalty area though. And Walker can bring it clear now it's with York had an overlap of Louis Lomas on this near side if he could have found him but he was promptly taken down by Messrs Gehring and Ledbitter in combination uh, one that's well former Gloss City player involved Yate Town have gone 1-0 up in their game Luke Hopper scoring for, for Yate there Looks like the referee's going to get the book out for Dan Ledbetter here. I'm not really too sure on that. It's looked fairly innocuous to me. And uh, Dan Ledbetter, really not uh, too pleased with that, the Gloucester City captain. Of course, signed on a permanent for the club last summer after spending time on loan from Newport County. Lots of experience as well with Bristol Rovers in, in the Football League. He's certainly been one of Gloucester's standouts this season. As that free kick just rolls out of play hopelessly as well for Brackley. 
I do like Dan Lidbeer. I think, you know, if you ask a number of Gloucester City fans that, that come and watch Gloucester week in, week out, they'd probably say that if the season ended tomorrow, he'd be player of the season. And, you know, when you've seen some performances Gloucester have put in and the performances he's put in in particular, it's very, you know, easy to see why. He's a very, very likeable player. He does give it his everything and he you know, commits on every tackle. And that's all Gloucester City fans have ever wanted. That's all we've ever said that Gloucester City fans want as well. They're just dedicated players who, you know, fight for the shirt, really, and that's what anyone wants. Here's Thompson on the ball on halfway. Just cuts back. Now finds Sheaf under a bit of pressure. Knocks it back calmly to Gehring and then receives it back from his centre-half. Sheaf plays it down the line. Green has made a run in behind here, but it's well shepherded out of play by Walker. Well, it's nice to see Glossy have a focal point in, in Matt Green. You know... It's, it may be a little bit unfair to say, but I think there's remnants of truth in it that you know, Matt Green's looking already like the player that Dejan Noel Williams should have been for Gossi. That little bit of a presence up front that you know, worked so well last year when Aquase Asante was here. And just having that physical presence in a league like this, you know, it makes all the difference. I think obviously Matt McClure still out with an injury. Although he was uh, going through the yeah. going through his routine, perhaps when maybe we a late fitness test. As a corner conceded by Ledbetter over right in the far corner, which Murrumbedzi will trot over to take. Daishi is going up there. Colinane Lebert is up there as well. As is Gareth Dean. James Armson is in the box as well. And York is on the box, corner delivered by Maroon Betsy towards back post. Might have fall for Dean, and it's flicked away in the end by Jordan Thompson. And now Ben Nugent can clear his lines, and he's picked a crossfield ball. Lovely pass. Ben Nugent up towards Matt Green, holding off his man. Green brings Thompson into play, and Thompson plays down the line for Ollie Holbert. Gloucester defence into attack in just about a moment. As it's good defending from Walker. It's a poor back pass, so he's played Lewis into all sorts of trouble. But the Brackley goalkeeper straight out aware to the danger. Cleared out of play, but again, just showing that Gloucester have got the ability on the counter. I mean, it was a hell of a diagonal, wasn't it? Hell of a diagonal to try and pick out Matt Green, who credit to him up against the uh, you know, stubborn Brackley back line, held the ball up well, and you know, see, just showing glimpses of improvement, which is which is good. Green battling with Dyche, Dyche climbing all over Matt Green, right in front of the linesman, but neither he or the referee interested in any infringement there. I don't think Matt Green was too bothered either. It's Gloucester have a throw just in line with the six-yard box, just in front of the catering hut on the far side. We've sampled the catering delights as well earlier before kickoff. Unreal. Unreal Absolutely delightful. You can see a picture of that on Seven Sport Twitter feed. O'Sullivan is winding himself up for a long throw. O'Sullivan in the box, flicked on by Green's forward to Holbert. Blocked only as far as Jordan Thompson with the strike. What a great shot by Thompson. Great save as well by Lewis. Flying away to his right-hand side. Thompson, he just... Well, you could see he was, he was eyeing that one up for the moment that the ball came to him outside the penalty area. Took one touch, get it out of his feet. Smashed it. It looked like it was going in for all and sundry other than Danny Lewis, who was there and sprung away to his right Palmed it behind for a corner. Great effort. Great effort from Thompson. Nice ambition as well. 
It was definitely going goal-bound. Good save in the end from Lewis to turn it round for a corner. Good pressure this from Gloucester, though. O'Sullivan over the corner. Delivers. Close to the keeper. Nugent in there looking for the header. And no one there for Gloucester to pick up the second ball. And it's cleared away as far as Wes York, who can look to turn Max Sheaf. And Sheaf has done well to regain possession Very for good. his side. Very good. Now it's with Hall. O'Sullivan, who's taken the corner and is now the furthest Gloucester City player back. Sort of halfway into his own into his own half of the pitch. Well, I would say it's that corner. The way he floated that in, that's how he should have delivered that free kick about five, ten minutes ago. Gloucester on top, though, in the last five minutes or so. Here's Nugent. Holbert wants to run down the line and Hall is there as well. Just can't get it as he tried to bring it down with his with his left well toe more than anything it's a couple of times Nugent's done that way he's just sort of hit across it for no real reason and it's naturally drifted to the walls the touchline in front of us it's it's crazy really I mean I wouldn't do it again if he does it a third time then you'd have to question his you know sanity so throw in to be taken long down the line Hall wins the header Louis Hall, who kind of has a touch of the Patrick Mahomes about him. Our NFL listeners, uh, fan listeners, will know about that, know about what he looks like. So Gloucester regain possession. Well, Gloucester doing well at regaining possession. Cole out towards Hall, who's not quite kept it in. And Cole just, you know, uh, culprit of hitting across the ball there. And it's a throw-in to the visitors. It's long down the line, headed clear by Hall. Sheaf regains possession. Holbert, good one-touch play to pass it to Matt Green. And now Lucas Tomlinson throws a couple of step-overs in as he takes over. And just, just can't quite keep it in. But it's good pressing, good defensive work by Brackley to get back in numbers yeah, two players straight on him did Tomlinson so throwing goes down the line Nugent heads it back in field and head tennis ensues and now Gehring puts it out of play for another throw it's going to be a very um, very stop start game you feel if that continues there's been a few goals Kels there's and a penalty miss, in fact. Cinderford have missed a penalty. Zach Drew has missed against Mangotsfield. Stonehouse have gone 3-0 up. They have scored a penalty. Sirencester Town are 1-0 down in their game against Winchester City. And Brimscombe and Thrupp have gone 1-0 up against Ligny Town. Courtesy of John T. Welsh. Josh Evans tweeting that one for us. We'll look to get Josh on the phone in about 5-10 minutes' time to, to go through that. A reminder, you can get in contact with us throughout the broadcast at 7sport on Twitter, facebook.com forward slash 7sport, uh, info at 7sport.co.uk and also 7 underscore sport on the Instagram. Meanwhile, Brackley have possession inside their own final third and they play it out to Armson. Now it's with Cullen and Lebird. Going long for Lee and Love. Top goal scorer for Brackley this season. And now 
infield to Murambedzi. Gloucester doing well pressing from the front with Holbert and Green causing problem as Brackley lose possession. Now Louis Hall finds the pass to Green. Murambedzi comes in with a great challenge with his outrageously long legs to win the ball off of Matt Green there in midfield. That's back with Lewis. Nugent wins a header and it's actually more like a flick on towards Jake Cole and he'll be grateful to gobble that one up. And plays a quick pass out to Jordan Thompson. Now the challenge comes in from Deich, but it's only as far as Ledbitter. Now Ollie Holbert has it down the right-hand side. Holbert cuts back inside, being dragged all over by Gareth Dean. The only Gloucester City player appealing for it was Ben Nugent at centre-half. As the ball is, well, given away each cheaply by Brackley Thompson. Puts the ball in there. Green with the spectacular effort and a spectacular save to match by Danny Lewis. Sprawling away to his left. Matt Green, it was almost one of those sort of falling over half bicycle, half scissor kick efforts by Matt Green. And it, it took a bounce. It looked like Danny Lewis was, was not going to be troubled at all. But the bounce kind of, the ball span a bit away from him. And Lewis had to fly away to his left-hand side and palmed it out for a corner. Well, it was a great effort. Good save as well from a keeper. After, you know, for the second time, he's nearly given it away by kicking it. Um, from a sort of back pass from the left-hand side. So City doing well to press high and putting pressure on their visitors here. O'Sullivan delivers the corner. Gehring is up there with a header. Headed clear by Dean and push by Gehring, says the referee. So you usually tell by the reaction of the players whether they feel like that's the correct decision or not. And no Gloucester City players protested that one. So free kick. You say Gloucester have been the better side so far? Yes. Um, I think they've had the better chances. That's obviously apparent to everybody here. They've moved the ball better. Brackley, maybe, you know, guilty of underestimating their, their hosts today, I think, Kelf, so far in the first 25 minutes or so. Maybe they thought it was just going to come a bit easier than what they have found it. But that, in, in essence, will make them more dangerous as the half wears on. Free kick given, by the way, for a, well, a sort of half-elbow push kind of thing on Ben Nugent as the ball played over to the far side, Sheaf and Jordan Thompson combining and Ledbetter gets in on the action now. Picked up by Murren Bedsey and he's turned down Ledbetter well. Now inside to Armson. Armson to Deich. Pressure again, though, from the front by Gloucester as the ball is cleared long. Picked up in midfield, though. Armson has it. Now with Murrumbedsi, the Brackley players kind of falling over themselves, but they've retained possession. Now Dean, this is better from Brackley. Just trying to control it a little bit, get foot on the ball, and and you know, trying to move it in and sort of work it. So ball played down the line, and Gering unceremoniously dumps that one out of play into the swamp on the far side. Cinderford have gone 1-0 now against Mangotsfield United and it is Zach Drew who's made amends for his penalty miss he's put down 1-0 up and Long Levens are 2-0 down away at Cowan Town Not the result that people would have been expecting from that one in the Hellenic League long throwing taken by Brackley might go all the way through to York and it's eventually hooked clear by Louis Hall I don't think that actually took a single touch I think it was 
looked like it was destined to just go straight out of play. I think Louis Hall probably could have seen that one out away from danger. So Bernard Mensah and Danny King warming up in front of us. Does, yeah, it definitely looks like Mensah's got heavy strapping on the right arm as the throw-in comes in. Hall clears it away. And so he's far on the edge of the box. It's now with Wes York. Takes a strike. And it's into the back of the net. Through a crowd of bodies. Jake Cole had absolutely no chance with that one. Wes York just took it out from under his feet. Put it onto his right foot. And smashed it through a crowd of bodies. And Jake Cole, you have to be, have to be fair to him. There's no chance he would have seen that until very, very late. And against the run of play, Brackley doing what good title chasing sides have done. And they've taken the lead. 1-0. Wow, it's almost like I, you know, have been watching football all my life in the, in the sense that, you know, Brackley were more dangerous for the fact that, you know, maybe City just grew out in confidence a bit too much. Brackley just needed to get that calmness into him. They did that for a moment or two, just playing it around, trying little things and just moving the ball quickly, get on foot and ball. And, and you know, it's paid off. Maybe criticism for Gossett is it wasn't cleared and, you know, no one really getting to the shot quick enough. But when the shot came in from York, you're right, Kelsey, with what you're saying. Jake Holt's absolutely no chance. And, you know, he's dived down to his right-hand side, stretched as tight as he could, but it's right in that bottom corner. And Brackley, you know, will look to try and build on this now. And the question you'll have is what have Gloucester City got about them? What have they got in them that, you know, they started brightly, they've had the, the setback of going 1-0 down. How do they react to that? And I would also say Slimbridge have gone 1-0 up at Melkstrom as well. Ben McLean with the goal there. Today's golden goal is minute number 28. 28 minutes on the clock then. Gloucester who had pretty much the best 25 minutes for a while that I've seen Gloucester play and then go 1-0 down. It might be 2-0 now with Unlove in the penalty area. Smashes it against the crossbar and it comes away only as far as Thompson to smash clear. Gloucester got to wake up here because it could very easily spiral this game if they don't get their heads on. He's just ghosted in. Unlove just ghosted in. No one followed him at all and you expect him to put that away. Gloucester looking to just get their foot back on the ball. Hall plays down the line and Lewis comes out, smashes clear. Nugent does well to hook it inside to O'Sullivan. Hall and O'Sullivan play it round the corner well as Hall almost loses his foot in but does well to to regain it. And now Sheaf, Ledbitter almost playing a sort of a, a, a right centre forward at the moment. As Thompson and Sheaf knock it between themselves again. And the ball is switched over to Nugent. Nugent has got Louis Hall with the run round side as he plays it deftly with the outside of his right boot. Now it's back inside to O'Sullivan. O'Sullivan sideways to Sheaf. Thompson. Sheaf again. Now Holbert round the corner. Good play this from Gloucester. Good build-up. Thompson. He's got Green in there. Might fall for Tomlinson. Flicks it towards goal. Good move from Gloucester. Just over the bar though from Tomlinson. But it's better from Gloucester. You know, after that chance that Love had literally just moments ago to put Brackley 2-0 up. You know, they regain their composure, get their foot back on the ball. You know, moving, a, moving the ball around like that, I mean, that's the stuff that Gloucester were playing last season when they were top of the National League North, as Brackley are this season. And just yeah. goes to show, you know, when you get the ball down on the deck on this kind of surface, Gloucester have got the players capable. It's just not coming off for them. It was nice and neat, wasn't it? Nice and neat from Gloucester. The ball in was good. 
Tomlinson. Maybe the height of it was just too awkward. You know, he's run beyond the front post. He's having to flick it all the way across the back. You know, it would have been a, a very unbelievable goal if he had put it in. But, you know, better from Gloucester. And I talked about the reaction they needed to show. And they're looking to continue to play positive, which is what Lee Mansell would have wanted. Somewhat saving grace for Gloucester is that Farsley are also losing. They were winning, by the way, but uh, they're now 2 1 down. And uh, Telford is 0 0. Sort of, you know, feel like at the moment, the way that this season has gone, it's only one of those three teams that are looking as being the, own, the one sole relegation victim. Of course, we did speak about it on TN Talk as well, whether some of these Gloucester players believe that they are too good to go down, as Ben Nugent, the man on the ball there, was one of them who we discussed as he gives the ball away to Armson. Now Deich, far side, finds Glenn Walker. Deich doesn't look overly comfortable on the ball, and he's lost out to Sheaf, and his pass isn't the best towards Matt Green, and then Gloucester just give it away cheaply. And now Walker brings it forward over halfway. It's a good run, this, by Glenn Walker. He's got Sheaf nipping at his heels. Now inside to the goal scorer, York, who's looking to pull it towards goal, and it's a good save. Down low to his right-hand side by Jake Cole. York just afforded a bit of space by the Gloucester back line. And, you know, a man who's already scored one goal this afternoon from outside the box not, doesn't going to need a second invitation to shoot from that range. Massive goal, Kirsty, in the Hellenic League. Tuffley Rovers against Hallen. Tuffley Rovers have gone a goal down with Cowan beating Long Levens at the moment. That could be absolutely disastrous for Neil Musto's men. Long throw in. In towards the Gloucester City penalty area, headed clear. Colin and Lebed will pick it back up, delivers towards the back post, and I think it was Matt Lowe who was up there rising, but the ball always too high for him. Louis Hall comfortably going to see that one out of play. 33 minutes gone. If you just joined us, Gloucester City trailing by a goal to nil here at New Meadow Park against visitors and currently the uh, National League North leaders, Brackley Town, as things stand. Wes York with the goal. Nothing that Jake Cole really could have done about it, though. As it was uh, smashed through, probably about five or six bodies. And it was uh, very much against the run of play. Gloucester definitely been the better side in this first half. And they very nearly went 2-0 down soon after that as Lee and Love ghosted in at the far post and smashed one against the crossbar. But Gloucester have had their chances. Jordan Thompson... Forced a spectacular save from Danny Lewis, uh, as did Matt Green when the scores were at nil-nil. You know, either of those go in, it's a completely different game. Armson now spreads it to low. Good run this by Lomas. Lomas covered by Ben Nugent as he came across. And he's knocked it out of play for a corner. Nugent had to get there. If he was a fraction late, that's a penalty and then potentially a long way back for, for Gloucester City after playing so well in the opening half an hour. Um, City ideally can get themselves back into the game before half-time, but the most important thing is they don't concede another one in the remaining 10 minutes. Yeah, I mean, we, <laughs> we saw it before, didn't we, at Hereford a couple of, a couple of weeks ago. Gloucester going 2-0 down right before half-time, pretty much killed the game and any ch- chances Gloucester had. We've got to be careful here, corner delivered into a crowd of bodies and it's headed down 
away from goal. Picked up, though, by Walker. Delivers a second time. Low with the flick on, and Armson's in there as well. But referee gives a free kick for a push in there, in the melee of bodies. And Jake Cole will retrieve the ball, and Gloucester will regroup. Of course, rumours swirling this week that Gloucester are looking to bring in new faces. Ryan, on the basis of the opening sort of 35 minutes, where do you think Gloucester City need to, uh, need to strengthen as Jake Cole kicks one straight out of play? Um, I think midfield is still going to be an issue. I think you look out the players that are out there today, you know, Tomlinson, O'Sullivan and Sheath. They're three players that, you know, play similarly but different in equal measure. I like Tomlinson's energy. I like the way Tomlinson, you know, gets forward and links with the strikers. From Sheaf and O'Sullivan, you know, sometimes you, you don't get what you want from them and you'd have to look at their wider position. They're probably lacking of that key creative midfielder and they've obviously let Jordan Young go this week. Armson plays it in to York, who's done well to take this down. Playing keepy up with himself on the edge of the box. Where's York? Great play by the goal scorer. Now with Lomas, back with Armson. Tries to thread it through. O'Sullivan read the danger well, though, and cuts it out. Now Hall down the line, looking for Tomlinson, but cut out by Cullen and Lebed. As Nugent has kept that in and sort of smashed it across the field. And Dyche will go all the way back to Lewis. Under pressure from Tomlinson. Gloucester pressing... From the front, Lebed goes back to Lewis. Hooked high in the air. Nugent wins the header. And Cullen and Lebed shanks his kick. As uh, Lucas Tomlinson is judged to have been involved in the play and was coming back from an offside position. Coming back to your, your question, Klaus, about where Gloucester can improve, I also think that you know they need a winger either right or left edge, need an out-and-out winger. I know they're obviously hard to come by in the modern game. You don't tend to, you know, get them like they used to, but, you know, you need a wide man that can really trouble, stretch your side and, and ultimately deliver into the box. How many crosses have we seen today from the wing-backs, which have been, you know, decent enough, but, you know, straight at the keeper, a couple of them, overhit a couple of them as well. So someone who can provide from the, the wide position is what I would be looking for. They not already have one of those on the bench in Bernard Mensah? Maybe. I or, don't or, think... or, or is it a question of they have one, but he's just in the worst vein of form of, of his Gloucester City career? I think if Bernard Mensah was the answer, then he'd be starting this game, even if he has got a strapping on his hand. I think that you need a, a, an experienced player at this level that can also improve your team. I think Bernard Mensah is good, and I think Kelsey, it's hard to say it, but he's good enough to just settle for him. But I would be wanting someone better. I'd be wanting you know, someone just to take City that extra level. Here's Thompson now bringing it forward for Gloucester over halfway. Green dropping deep to receive the ball, just like he was doing in his debut against Hereford. Signs of perhaps frustration that Green hasn't been getting the service as Nugent cuts across the ball again this time finds Louis Hall looking to deliver he's up against Unlove he's gone past Lee Unlove Louis Hall still going towards the byline the referee played the advantage and the referee said no advantage was to be gained as Louis Hall lost out and Gloucester have a free kick in a good position this is 
This is perhaps one to get the camera out for, Roy. O'Sullivan going to whip this one in. One man in the Brackley wall, it's Wes York. Every Brackley shirt is back in and around that penalty area. So Solomon delivers towards the post. Header comes in. It was Gehring who has uh, removed his face protection that he had on earlier in the half as he flicks it over the top of the crossbar. Five minutes to go till halftime. It's still Gloucester City nil, Brackley Town 1. It is 2-0 uh, to Shortwich United in their game at Meadowbank. Um, other than that, it looks like the only other news is Zach Drew's had a bit of a mixed afternoon. Scored a goal for Sinterford, missed a penalty for Sinterford, and he's now gone off injured, being replaced <laughs> by Lewis Spurrier in that one. Um, looking at it here, also looks like Luke Soule's gone off injured for Shortwood in their game too. But yeah, not, not an awful lot happening just before half time here. Ball played back to Danny Lewis by Lomas. And the head tennis ensues again as York wins it for his team. And then Lomas gives it away and Nugent picks it up. And Nugent and Hall will just play keepy-uppies between themselves. There's been a goal at the meadow. As O'Sullivan knocks it back to Cole. Brimscombe have gone 2-0 up, Kels. Ollie Pitt has added to Johnny Welsh out there. So when we speak to Josh Evans, he'll tell us how it's now currently. Brimscombe 2, Lydney 0. O'Sullivan looks to bring this one away for Gloucester, trying to stretch his legs as the wind flows through his top knot. And eventually Gloucester think better of it and just look to retain possession instead. Now with Nugent, cuts back on it. Tomlinson drops deep to receive it and dropping central. Now back with Gehring. Gloucester seeing a lot of the ball but not really doing much with it. It goes over the top. Lomas wins ahead of Sheaf. Miscontrols, but O'Sullivan has got him out of trouble as Tomlinson comes inside and kind of runs into Gareth Dean, but it is a free kick. Dean stood his ground, but yeah, he is blocking the man off. It's always a free kick you're going to get in that position. The 35 yards, you'd say. It's very central, which... You know, could be a tempter for O'Sullivan. If it was wide, you'd say it's a natural put it in a box. But, you know, what do you do with a free kick like this in this position? Very well, central, hit it towards goal in a bit of wind, get it dipping before keeping it, get your players running in on it, really. Well, Nugent, Gehring, Thompson and Green are all sort of stood in a line in the penalty area. Looks like it's going to go towards his back post as Tom O'Sullivan floats it in and it's headed clear and absolutely no Gloucester player Within 10 yards of that ball, picking up the second ball as Lomas comes forward with it now. Plays it inside to In Love. Good challenge comes in by Louis Hall. A couple of Brackley fans wanted a free kick away to our right, but no players out there in a yellow shirt were appealing for it. He's ran into him, but the problem you have is the free kick that was just given for Gloucester was very similar. But for me, Louis Hall's already turned round and he's chasing the ball, and then it looks like In Love has just literally ran into the back of a man. That's the difference between the two, and that's why it's not been given. Gloucester again retain possession with Cole. Now Gehring. Sheaf almost with a loose pass. 
towards Gehring, and it's, uh, again, another loose pass by Gehring as Nugent didn't really look like he was aware to the danger of, of Matt Lowe, who was, who was bearing down on him. And he got a shout from people in the T-end eventually, and Gloucester kind of lucky to, uh, to escape there. Well, we saw it at Hereford, didn't we? Uh, City 1-0 down, just lacks in defence, and they go 2-0 down right on the stroke of half-time. Nearly again there would be a disastrous moment for a lack of communication between the, the back line causing a goal. And two minutes to go till half-time. It's almost a sense you want to try and just see out the half and try and rebuild to, to push again in a second. They need to be careful. Nugent brings it forward and Ledbitter has made a run all the way from right to left to get in behind it. Thompson finds him on the right-hand side. Now Sheaf down the line. It might be too much for Tomlinson. It's a poor pass. It's a poor pass from Max Sheaf, really. I think it's the wrong choice. Now you've got men in the box. Eh? He could potentially whip it in. Yes, Tomlinson is making the run. I'd be more tempted to use Tomlinson as a decoy there and put it towards the back post. And again, Gloucester get the ball into a good position, but they're wasteful in the final third. 90 seconds to go until half-time. Well, stoppages, I should say. Can't imagine there'll be too many. Had one minute? Many. One minute, maybe? Had a minute for the goal? Nugent heads up high into the air. Throw-in will go Gloucester's way. Nugent puts his foot through that one. Headed clear by Dean. Uh, so Sullivan has infringed on Matt Lowe. Yeah, just leaning all over his man there, Sullivan. You can see his uh, arms just rested on the shoulder of his marker. He's going to be given, especially when it's in front of the away dugout as well. We were, we're calling for it. Free kick, great knock by Armson to the far side and Walker's done exceptionally well to keep it in. Up against Ledbitter in defence. Ledbitter puts his foot in there. It's played off of the right back. Is that a play for a corner? Crucial this year, South City. Yep. Uh, you don't want to say it'll be too much for them to come back from a 2-0 situation, but letting in another goal on the brink of half-time again, it probably would see curtains for the contest, you'd imagine. It's one of those where even maybe at times this season, 1-0 has been too much for them to come back from. As the corner is put in there, Gehring clears it at the near post. Thompson doesn't deal with it though, and it's still there for Murrumbedsi. So he slips trying to cross, and it's taken a deflection as well off a red shirt. Corner kick again. Jordan Thompson got really done in there by the, the unnatural bounce of the ball, a little bit of the wind catching up as well. Yeah, he's anticipating it to bounce a bit further away from him and he's ended up getting underneath it. One minute added on. There will be one minute of added time. One minute. So Murrumbedzi stood over this corner. It's a better delivery and it's headed up from pretty much under his own crossbar by O'Sullivan. Nugent heads it clear. And Love will pick it up though. Corner of the penalty area. Now towards the byline. Got Holbert for company and Tomlinson joins him to, to double up on... Lee and Love, the Bristol Rovers' lone tandem. And another corner. Brackley applying late pressure this half. First half flown by, by the way. Absolutely flown by. Lee Mansell and Daffod Williams are barking orders. Got to see this out, Gloucester. Walker over the corner. 
delivers towards the penalty area. Headed clear, and it's bicycle kick by Cullinan Laberd over the top of the crossbar. And there goes half time whistle. Gloucester City nil, Brackley Town 1 at half time. You feel like you, you look at the result, uh, well, the, the result, the, the latest score, and you think, oh, well, same old Gloucester City losing again at, at half time. But it's anything but really the story of the, uh, well, the, the scoreline doesn't actually tell the story of the game. Gloucester feel like they probably have been the better team on, on balance. But ultimately, you, you can be the better team if you score more goals than the, than the opposition. You're not going to get many points. And it's pretty much where Gloucester have been the opening 45 minutes. Ryan, sum that uh, first half up for us and take us into the halftime interval. Well, I think it's one of the best halves of football I've seen from Gloucester City for a long while. Um, just for their overall play, the mentality has been better. They've, liked, they've, they've pressed as a team and it's caused Brackley problems at their own back line. But they've also, you know, moved it and they've looked like they have an idea and a shape and it just feels like it's a more fluid team that we're seeing from Gloucester City today. The difference between the two sides, Kelsey, is simple. Ball comes out to Jordan Thompson on the edge of the box, he hits it, keeper saves it. Chance falls to York the other way for, for Brackley, he hits it, goes for a crowd of players into the bottom corner. You know, sometimes when the chips are down, that is what happens with your luck. Maybe Thompson's hit it almost too clean because it's high, keepers are able to tip it over the bar. There's no real movement on yeah. the ball, it's very straight. Whereas York's just drilled it low, hard, into the bottom corner. But he's had to cross it, so exactly. it's... Exactly. Yeah. So that's the difference on, of the half, really. At the time, you know, I just said before the goal went in that Brackley were just starting to move it a bit better, starting to actually get a feel for the ball, and that would make him very dangerous. They went on to score a goal. Haven't really looked like doubling it other than that unloved chance where he hit the crossbar. They've had a couple of corners at the end there, but City, to their credit, have, have seen it out quite well. It's a very interesting situation we now find ourselves in going into the second half because the second goal is going to be absolutely massive. It's such a cliche to say it that the next goal is very important. But if they come out in the second half here, Brackley were to go 2-0 up, I feel like it would be an awful, awful long way back for Gloucester City. But if they come out, Kelsey, Gloucester equalise, game on. And then suddenly it's a very interesting second 45. But... That's us done for the first 45 minutes. As a reminder, get in contact with us on social media if you are listening at 7sport on Twitter, facebook.com forward slash 7sport, info at 7sport.co.uk on the email and 7 underscore sport uh, on the Instagram. We're going to go for a half-time break. We're going to play a few songs. And when we come back, it'll be the second 45 where it's currently Gloss City nil, Brackley Town 1. Welcome back to 7sport Saturday Live here from New Meadow Park. Gloucester City versus Brackley Town in the National League North. Players back out and we are ready and underway for the second half. If you've just joined us, Gloucester had the better of the first half. Much the better team for large spells of it. Until Wes York hit through a crowd of bodies on the edge of the penalty area, leaving Jake Cole with no chance to send Brackley 1-0 up at the break. Lee and Love nearly put them 2-0 up soon after though. But uh, Gloucester's defence held firm. Gloucester have had a good couple of chances in that first half, but for a couple of really good saves by Brackley goalkeeper Danny Lewis, who is defending the goal in front of the TN for this second half. Gloucester kicking from left to right as we look from the 1883 stand, opposite the scoreboard. 
as Jordan Thompson hooks one high into the air for Ollie Holbert to chase, and it falls on the edge for Tomlinson for the first time. Volley just doesn't catch it cleanly at all. And the proverbial daisy cutter along the ground out of play. As we begin the second half, of course, we'll bring back in Ryan Butler on COCOMS this afternoon. I bring with me an early goal to report. Brimscombe and Frepper now 3 up against Lydney Town. Ollie Barnes has scored inside the first 90 seconds of the second half there. And also Fairford Town, who were winning at Corsham, now have a man in front of But Corsham, uh, it would only be a temporary one if they have a man in the Simbin. It's Holbert picking it up for Gloucester in midfield and O'Sullivan plays it back to him. Holbert is losing out though to in love and O'Sullivan has done well. He's uh, helping out his teammate, make sure Gloucester retain possession. That's with Thompson, cuts inside from right back and he plays it cross field. Great ball by Thompson. Now Thompson in the box. Lewis comes out quickly. Good awareness by Danny Lewis. He's been absolutely outstanding so far as the Brackley Town goalkeeper saw that Tomlinson's touch wasn't the greatest and was out quick enough to claim the ball at his feet. That shows the importance of just having a good starting position as a keeper in the modern game. You know, we talk about uh, you know, keepers being quick off their line, controlling their box and having to be decent ball players as well. And Lewis has shown that today. He's had a couple of hairy moments with the ball at his feet from back passes and what have you. But in terms of his handling and you know, awareness of where he is in the box, he's been exceptional. And here he is on the ball now as he clears long under pressure from Matt Green. Flicked on by Murrumbedzi. And Wes York is felled by Max Sheaf and the referee is given the free kick which is taken quickly now it's with Walker but Ledbetter puts the foot in there so neither side making a substitution at half time of course Gloucester line up as Cole, Ledbetter, Thompson, Gehring, Nugent Hall, O'Sullivan, Sheaf, Tomlinson, Holbert and Green as Brackley come forward, or we'll run through their lineup again in just a moment. It's ball down the line, looking for Armson. Delivers, and it's out of play for a goal kick. Brackley lineup one to eleven as Lewis, Dyche, Walker, Murrumbedzi, Lomas, Dean, Lowe, Armson, Inlove, York, and Cullinan Labed. Goal kick, Jake Cole over it. Goes over halfway. The wind will hopefully help Gloucester in this second half. But York has turned Nugent really well. He's got in love. Stands it up at the back post just over Lee and Love. But Gloucester getting caught out there a little bit. Just a simple ball forward. Nugent was flat-footed. But uh, unfortunately the ball by York was just over the head of Brackley's top goal scorer in Love. And Gloucester survive. There's just no turn of pace from uh, Nugent at all. He, he's sort of been spun by York and couldn't keep up with him. Running through treacle. Running through golden syrup or whatever fixed substance you want. Here is York now looking to turn Nugent again, but he plays it up over his head. And Hall does well, plays it off of Lomas. The wind could also hinder City, Kelsey, because it's 
picked up a little bit. Um, you know, we were saying before the game, it's expected to sort of rain about this sort of time. Um, you know, the wind has definitely picked up slightly. And, you know, when City are going to be playing that forward, it means that ball's going to fly off the turf. So anything long is going to be very hard to get hold of. As uh, Walker goes long, looking for in love, and Gering just chests it out of play for no real reason. Gering, who has uh, put his face protection back on. Probably been told off taking it off, I reckon. Probably, yeah. So he's looking over his shoulder. It's Wes York is lurking in the penalty area with a long throw on its way. So Cullen and Lebed ran up, then faked it and runs back and now will throw it in. And Love picks it up on the edge, does well. Back towards Cullen and Lebed, stands it up towards the back post, headed back in field to Walker. That's a great save by Jake Cole, clawing it out from virtually the bottom corner. Walker was flying in there, didn't catch all of it, just flicked it towards goal more than anything. Not sure whether it was actually going in. Jake Cole probably wouldn't have known that, but he's just palmed it clear. And it's a corner. Murrumbedzi has stood over it in front of the 20 or so Brackley contingent behind the goal. A few Brackley fans have made the trip, sat in the stand as well. It's headed back towards goal. It's headed on by Lowe and it's uh, caught by Jake Cole. So apologies, I think it was Deich, the uh, low knee, who actually got the final touch. But Jake Cole grateful to pick it up under his bar, but Glossary giving away possession straight away in their own final third, and now it is low on the ball down that far side. It's got Louis Hall, who's recovered well. He's just hassling him for the ball. Now it's back with Armson in towards penalty area. It's Lomas, he's free. Nugent gets back in defence, and good challenge comes in by Thompson, but it's going to fall to Murrumbedsi. Shout for offside up against Walker, but Thompson steps in again. Now Thompson brings it forward. Gloucester looking to build from the back. Holbert finds Tomlinson. It's a good move from Gloucester. Down the right-hand side now. Holbert takes on Dean, puts the ball in towards the front post, and it's straight into the arms of Danny Lewis. But again, moments like that. Defence to attack in just seconds from Gloucester show that they have got something in this game to work with. By the way, Jordan Thompson's played today. He's played yeah. positive. He's tried to bring it forward. You mentioned there about coming from defence to attack pretty quickly. You know, Ledbit has drifted because of the position he's in. I've put a lot of pressure on Thompson to deliver, and I think he's done it pretty well so far. You probably listened to my comments on the podcast uh, last week. Of course, you can listen to my comments on TN Talk as well after this game on 7sport.co.uk and also on the 7sport Spotify page. It's Louis Hall concedes a corner. Good work again by Lowe down the right flank. So Walker will take his time over this one. Gloucester player substitutes warming up in front of us. Bernard Mensa going for his paces. Danny King there as well. And meanwhile, Walker delivers. It's a curling in swinger. And it's cleared off the line by Holbert. I think it was who was back there. And I couldn't quite see who got the header in. I think it might have been Gareth Dean. There's a whole mesh of bodies that were in there. Cole came absolutely nowhere near it. Just lost his foot in Jake Cole there. It was strange. Strange to see it. 
And Thompson loses out, and now Walker has continued his advanced position into box. It's Glenn Walker with a strike, palmed away by Cole, an orthodox save, and Love with the follow-up, and just can't quite head it, direct it towards goal. A Gloucester escape, you have to feel like Thompson has got caught out there. Just miscontrolled it. O'Sullivan well. tried to play the ball cross-field to him. Thompson miscontrolled. It was straight into the midriff of Walker. Carried forward. It took a deflection, the shot, and Cole was kind of going one way and then had to, to palm it with his hand sort of back towards goal, towards the centre of the goal, rather, and luckily that In Love couldn't direct it properly. Otherwise, it would have been 2-0. See, you're in a tricky situation because if they go too long too quickly with the wind when it was as, as, uh, as it was, it has just sort of died off as I sort of started speaking there, you know, then it's just going to fly away. But in equal measure, they're playing out from the back. But you need to, you know, yes, have confidence to play out from the back, but you need to have the ability to be able to read it. And Brackley have done very well with their high press and have caused City to make a few mistakes in the opening 10 minutes or the second half, especially when the ball's coming out from Jake Cole. Um, you know, Gloucester have to wisen up to that, or Brackley will make them pay. And then, as I said, it will be a long way back if they're able to concede again City. Walker, who has been largely very good in this game, has uh, just misplaced his pass, but luckily Brackley win it back. Murren Bedsey now in midfield. Neat little play this. Armson round the corner. York on the edge of the box, looking to strike from similar position to which he scored from earlier, but the ball took a deflection, and it's easy for Jake Cole. Just plays it on the floor to Max Sheaf, and Sheaf goes long to Holbert, who just muscled... Off the ball by Gareth Dean. Gareth Dean, who has seen hundreds of young, low-knee players from Football League club clubs in his time in the National League North. And he's been getting the better of most of them, and he's been getting the better of Ollie Holbert so far this afternoon as well. That was just an example, Kels, of where I was saying you know, City need to not try and resort to getting the ball forward too quickly. They've got to try and mix it up, yes, but in equal measure... You know, they've got to think about what they're doing. It's kind of aimless ball being played forward by Sheaf. But, you know, that's pressure. That's seeing your defenders giving the ball away inside your own third and thinking, Christ, I don't really want to give it to him again. I'm going to have to just get it forward. Gehring again going long. Header is back towards Ledbetter, but it's picked up by Dyche. I think Dyche has had quite a good game as well on his debut for Bradley this afternoon. Sheaf flicks it in to the path of Nugent, who can now carry forward over halfway. Ben Nugent has just put all of his weight behind that pass for, for Tomlinson down the left-hand side. You don't want to be too critical, but Ben Nugent's had a shocking game. For me, I don't think he's been very good at all. Substitution for Gloucester City, replacing number 17. Substitution. So Tomlinson making his way off of the pitch. And Bernard Mensah is making his way on. Not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure on that one either, to be fair. I was kind of shouting processing it, really. You know, Tomlinson's been under the weather. That's why he missed the Hereford game. You know, been in and out of the team. I think he had a good enough first half to maybe warrant getting a, a bit longer time. But, you know, someone, unfortunately, is going to have to be the unfortunate player to come off. Bernard Mensah... You know, if he can inspire City here, then it's a justified decision. But on the face of it, you would say, I don't think Tomlinson did an awful lot wrong to, to warrant being taken off. So, like for like swap. Winger for winger. 
Last time that we saw Bernal Mensa play was at left-back against Hereford. Didn't have the greatest game then. It's ball played over the top for York, who has sprung the offside trap. Nugent for company. York gets to the byline, delivers towards it in love with a header. Great save by Jake Cole. Springing away to his left-hand side, getting a strong palm on it as Gloucester bring it away. And Sheaf loses possession. Now they can come forward through low. And they lose out. O'Sullivan commits a foul, though. But, yeah, correct decision, as Ryan says. Max Sheaf is uh, remonstrating with Bernard Mensah over something. What about that save from Jake Cole? Well, it's just Cape City in the game. Um, Again, City have been guilty of giving the ball away inside their own third. Uh, it's really continuing and becoming quite a worry for, for me sitting there watching, let alone Lee Mansell on the, on the, the touchline. Um, but there, you know, just a couple of, of nibbles from Sheaf. The referee is always going to bring it back because otherwise the ball would have been slipped in for, for Lee and Love to, to have a chance at goal. And yeah, this is a, a goal opportunity for Bradley and you feel that it could potentially kill the game if it goes in. I think it's Armson and York over it. Armson looks the most interested. Brackley got numbers at the back post and it's towards the back post. Gehring flicks it slightly away from goal but Love picks it back up. Now Lowe takes it over into the penalty area. Lowe delivers. Back post. Armson's there with a header. Going to fall for York. Gehring clears. And Mensah chests it down and Louis Hall knocks it long down the line. As uh, Green and Cullinan Laberd get into it on the far side. And it's all the way back with Lewis. High kick by Danny Lewis. Now Walker takes it over. That's good tracking back from Molly Holbert. Throw into Brackley. An hour gone. Gloucester City nil. Brackley Town 1. Listening live on 7 Sport. Get in touch with us. Twitter at 7 Sport. Facebook.com forward slash 7 Sport. Things stand. Gloucester heading to their ninth game in a row without a win over Brackley. That's uh, Gehring is a judge to have fouled in love, and he's taken a uh, a knock to his head. Ben Gehring, of course, he is wearing face protection for a broken nose that he suffered. I feel like he may well have aggravated that, and. Uh, not good news for Gloucester if that is the case. Of course, it's not necessarily the end of the world if Gehring has to go off because Thompson will then just slot into centre-half. Ledbetter will come back into right-back. You could even look at bringing someone like Danny King on in place of Ben Gehring and really go for it. You know, they have the personnel on the bench to do so. Been a goal at Tuffley. Tuffley level against Hallam. Substitution signalled for, by the way, by the uh, Gloucester City physio. So it looks like, well, you really, I mean, you're looking at either Danny King or Joe Jeremiah as being the uh, the two likely No, it'd subs. be Jack Hill. Jack Hill would come on at right back and you'd move Jordan Thompson into centre-half. Would be well, it will be Danny King. Potentially what I could do. Yeah, Danny King, who's, we've seen him have a history player right wing-back.
So Gloucester forced into that second change of the afternoon. Ben Gehring makes way. Obviously aggravated the facial injury that he suffered last week. Substitution. Danny King is on. City replacing number 23, Ben Gehring. Is number 19, Danny King. And meanwhile, after all that, Brackley got a free kick in a dangerous position. Armson and Walker are the men stood over it. Walker just takes it with a little deft touch and now it's taken short. Walker carries it forward against Holbert, puts it in towards Panamera. Danny King heads it clear and it's fallen out to Murrum. Betty with the strike. Again, Jake Cole with the save and then Love following in and Cole gets there. Good hands from Jake Cole at the second attempt and he did well to make the initial save low down to his left. Again, it was a strike through bodies just like the first goal. Well, sorry, the only goal, I should say. But he did well. He saw this one early enough. And got down well to his left-hand side and then followed up. Right at the feet of Lee and Love. And Jay Cole's probably been Gloucester's man of the match so far. Yeah, he's had a good, good second half, really. Cole, he's, he's made had the most to do, yeah. saves After a relatively quiet first 45 minutes, to be honest. Sirencester a level in their game. As I said before, turf, Turfley a level in theirs. Warren Mann with a penalty in, in what could be a crucial game for Turfley Rovers. But other than that, not an awful lot going on. For a screen, a 2 0 York battling with Sheaf now over on the far side with Low. Played off of Low, and he's still going to get there. Ball delivered, blocked by Nugent, and cleared by Louis Hall. So all Brackley in the last, what, 10 minutes or so. But after so much positivity from Gloucester in the first half, second half, they've not really been at the races at all. Long throw, Cullinan Lebed in towards Deich. Cleared away, hooked by Max Sheaf. And headed back by Dean. Now Deich puts it up towards In Love. Headed clear by... Nugent and Green touches it down for Mensah. Mensah looking to go round the corner, just aimless really from Bernard Mensah. No Gloucester City player within 20 yards of it. It's been a textbook away performance so far from the visitors. Go 1 0 up early in the first half with, well, sorry, not early in the first half, but go 1 0 up in the first half with. Pretty much your only clear-cut chance of the game up to that point. And come out for the second half looking to just strangle the game and put it to bed. And they're 25 minutes away from completing their mission. But now Gloucester have it in the final third of Brackley for pretty much the first time of this half. And it's now with Mensa trying to get to the left byline. Comes back for Sheaf. They've been uh, pressured by... A number of Brackley shirts as Sheaf plays it inside for Holbert. Holbert tries to go around the corner, but neither Sheaf or Mensah had made the advance run like he thought they would. And it's hopelessly out of play for a throw-in in the far corner. It's not been great from C since half-time, Kels. Really been hasn't. Been bleak. It's been chalk and cheese, their performance, and unfortunately we're, uh, we're getting treated to... Not a vintage second half so far from the hosts. It's a 
been a bit more lethargic in their play and it hasn't been as fluid as you'd like and then having to you know, change the shape, losing the centre-half like they have. You know, they're just almost starting again at this point, which has really stinted any momentum. Danny King with a, a flying header to keep that one in play on this right-hand side, trying to divert it around the corner for Holbert, but it was uh, just too much on it from King. Nugent and Lowe battling for it. Nugent gets the better of him. It's, uh, plays it up towards Holbert, but it takes a bounce and goes through to Lewis. Lewis, who did so well in the first half. A couple of really good saves. Hasn't had a single save to make in the second. Jake Cole certainly been the busier of the two goalkeepers this half. Lewis will be pretty pleased with his contribution should Brackley go on and claim all three points because realistically kept them in the game at 0-0. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think, uh, you know, he didn't really appreciate at half-time just how good the saves were, particularly the one from the overhead kick where he was kind of sprawling for it down to his left-hand side. But, you know, Cole's making, making good saves now and... You know, both keepers will be very pleased with how they've gone about their business today. Ben Nugent continues his torrid afternoon as just bundles into the back of Wes York and uh, gives away a free kick. There's no real pressure. I mean, Wes York has got, what, probably five inches shorter than Ben Nugent. It was bizarre. It was a bizarre just decision. Never looked like he was comfortable in his own mind that he was going to win that header. So just decided, you know what, I'll just push him over. And concede the free kick. Gloucester just over 20 minutes away from yet another defeat. As here's York on the edge of the penalty area looking to turn up against Hall. York blocked by Hall and Mensah cleans it up. Holbert chasing down Gareth Dean. As out of play, no, referee and linesman say no. And that might go out of play from O'Sullivan, but Hall has done well to keep it in. Now Nugent, now Hall. Two players playing it around themselves, and Nugent gives away possession yet again. As Matt Lowe sweeps it up. Now Walker on this near side. Battling with Ledbetter, plays it around the corner, and Love is chasing Jordan Thompson. That's coming our way. As it takes a bounce off the top of the stand and goes back onto the pitch. A couple of goals for your cow. Stonehouse are 4-0 up against Borton. Brimscombe are 4-0 up against Lydney. And it's now Cowan 2, Long Levens 1. Joey Housewell coming off the bench and getting one there for Long Levens. Throw in taken. Now Armson. Lovely feet by James Armson. Takes it round two Gloucester City players. Takes it past the third and Ledbetter to the byline. It's still Armson. Takes a strike. Just goes wide of the far post. Fantastic play from James Armson as he travelled with it from just in front of us here on the edge of the box, right by the byline almost. And then took it past Danny King and Max Sheaf and then took it past Ledbetter in the penalty area and was afforded the space, the freedom of Meadow Park basically to pick his spot and try to pick it in the top corner and the far corner of Jake Cole's net. And it just couldn't get the bend on it required. It was a tough angle. But it's a great move from Armson. And Gloucester escape. It's now 5-0 Stonehouse lead against Borton Rovers. 
Thompson hooks it clear under pressure from in love. Great touch by Danny King under pressure of Dean. And he's done well in the face of two Brackley Town players. And Ledbetter loses out. O'Sullivan then can't retain possession for his side. But Holbert will pick it up following the clearance. And now Ledbetter inside. No real communication though from Gloucester as Sheaf and Green both leave it for each other and Brackley win it instead. But the ball upfield is poor. And it's just real, no rhythm to it at the moment. Ledbetter just looking to get a bit of control in this game now for Gloucester. King goes round the corner, makes a run down the line and Holbert cuts inside. Holbert now in towards Matt Green. He's got space. Wires up a shot, Matt Green. And it's right into the T-end. Out of play, goal kick for Gloucester. Is that the first shot that Gloucester have had this half? Uh, yeah, I think it may well be. But can't recall one. See, that's one from frustration. Matt Green being very starved of you know, the ball in the first 25 minutes of the second half. Um, well, I would say, Kelsey, there's been another goal at Simon this game against Slash Winchester. That's 8-4-3. 8-4-3, the attendance. Levi Irving has put Sirencester 2-1 up. They were 1-0 down in that one at the Corinthian, remember. Long Levens reserves a 6-0 up at Cheltenham Civil Service. That one's due to finish very, very soon. Certainly doesn't look like 843 in, Meadow, in New Meadow Park this afternoon, but that is the attendance that was announced. So we have to assume that it's true. There's been a goal at Countdown. It's the Desmond. Ethan Dunbar's made it 2-2. That'll be felt in terms of celebrations by Tuffley Rovers as well as they go hunting a winner against Hallen with the tweet, how have we not ahead? The news there, Kelsey. Ash Bird nearly scoring for Tuffley. I'd have demanded you drove me to Cleveland Park if Ash Bird scores a winner. <laughs> Gloucester have 18 minutes to rescue something from this game after it looked like in the first half they were nowhere never going to lose this game but second half it's been a totally different story as Nugent now brings it forward and again Nugent misplaces his pass it's nowhere near Bernard Mensah as in love battling with the Gloucester defence wins the ball so it looks like it had gone out of play just in front of the dugouts here and the referee gives the throw in even though the linesman was closer to it. Not sure how the linesman has missed that, but here's Danny King now inside to Ledbetter. Ledbetter challenged by Murrumbedzi. Ball falls to O'Sullivan. It's now with Nugent. Ball just in front of Matt Green. Green wins it, though. Thompson on halfway for Gloucester. Green is making the, the bending run. Sheaf goes round the corner. Green is going to be offside if he touches it and he is probably really should have known that Matt Green it's another promising attack peters out for the Tigers Stonehouse and that is about it at the minute looks like games are falling scrappy Kelsey games are falling scrappy in the second half out everywhere last 10 minutes of this game has been scrappy as well so yeah absolutely agree with that Lewis takes a free kick long high 
Thompson misjudges a bounce of that one completely and fouls in love. Gloucester have another free kick to defend about 35 yards from their goal. Left of centre. You know, this will probably favour the right footer to swing this one in. Armson is certainly fancying this one. Walker is there as well. I've got to worry that Gloucester might be uh, caught out by the short free kick here. As Walker puts it towards the back post. Headed clear by Ledbeer. That'll be a Brackley throw in if it goes, but York will keep it in. O'Sullivan goes to close him down. Now York line getting into the penalty area, but O'Sullivan sticks a foot out, wins the ball. Now it's with Lowe, far side. Matt Lowe against Tommy O'Sullivan. O'Sullivan wins the battle this time and clears it away. Dyche heads it back from whence it came. And O'Sullivan will return the favour. And Cullen and LeBird will just knock that one out of play. A little bit of movement on the Brackley bench, but Kevin Wilkin yet to blink with any substitutions. They do have five to choose from. In Brad Rolt, Jeff Putz, Tuarek Youssef, Jordan Richards and Ali Warby. Nugent has the ball and almost misplaces another pass. Mr. Lewis Hall has done well. Sorry, Louis Hall, I should say. Still going, Louis Hall. Good challenge by Murrumbedzi. And now Brackley can counter, but the ball is poor. Nugent picks it up. O'Sullivan retaining possession for his side. He's going to lose it, Tommy O'Sullivan, and he has. It's Ryan lets out an exasperated sigh to my left-hand side. With 15 minutes to go, Gloucester a sleepwalk into another defeat. I'm just, I've seen a lot of games, Kelsey. It's particularly this season, I'm getting near to covering 100 games this season. I think for the first time I'm bored during a game. <laughs> I think for the first time in the season I feel a bit bored. Where's York giving offside? As uh, Brackley look to press home and double their advantage. I wouldn't say I'm quite at that level yet, Ryan. You know, I've got to convey some form of excitement for this game as Max Sheaf brings down Wes York, but referee plays advantage. Murren Betsy. Now Walker down the line. Walker's had an exceptional game. Now finds York in space. Now into the penalty area. He's got two Gloucester men on him. Now it's fallen to Murren Betsy. Strikes it from range. I think it was always going wide. Jake Cole knew that, but from this angle, looked to be closer than it was. Fair effort. Fair effort. The argument there was maybe City could have closed him down quicker to block the shot, but Jake Cole seemed comfortable enough, so you know, City's goal survives that one, and, and they're still in the game, but they've got to get out quicker. They've got to close and stop those shots coming in. King picks it up. Ledbetter receives the pass. Sheaf, Gloucester knocking it about in triangles well, but not really going very far with it. It's Matt Green... Miscontrols and goes flying into a challenge and brings down Murren Bedsy. And I would not be surprised if the referee gets his notebook out. I don't know. I think he was pulling out of it. I think that may have saved him a yellow card there. His green was sort of slid in, but you can see him sort of half pulling out of the challenge. Either way, it will be a free kick. 
Taken long in love, getting the better of Jordan Thompson here. As it's off of Thompson and that play for a corner. Brackley will take their time over this one, obviously. Uh, Cullinane Labed is over it. Yet another long throw. Hurls this one in there. Lowe is in there. In Love is in there. It might still fall for In Love. Back to Cullinan Labed. Puts it towards the back post. No one really in there. Just high above everyone. He's tried to win the corner. He's tried to just get a nick off a, a red shirt. Maybe it can go in. Maybe it can you know, cause a bit of trouble to Jake Cole's goal. But it just went straight across. Out of play for a goal kick. It, poor effort, really. Long goal kick by Jake Cole, returned back towards the Gloucester defence. Now picked up in midfield by Armson. I think he's had a good game as well, James Armson, as he always does whenever I see him play. Nugent knocks it back to Jake Cole. Don't think Jake Cole really wanted that from Ben Nugent. Again, another poor decision. It sounds like we're picking on Ben Nugent, but we're really not. It just hasn't had a very good afternoon, Ben Nugent. Two big goals for two different reasons I'm about to give you, Kels. It's in love, looks to turn, but Gloucester can bring it away with O'Sullivan. So referee plays on. Now when Love picks it up again, edge of the box, Lee and Love driving into the penalty area. No Gloucester shirt, looked like they wanted to make a challenge there at all. It's in Love, we're free to run about 20 yards with it. And now it's back with Murren Bedsey. Loops one high, Sheaf knocks it inside, Nugent will head it clear and Matt Green will finally go into the referee's notebook I feel for a foul on Murren Bedsey for the uh, totting up procedure I promised you two massive goals get out of this Simon Chester now 3-1 up as they look to extend their lead at the top of the Southern League uh, Division 1 South table Levi Irvin picked out a certain Zach Kavitsa to score on his re-debut at the Corinium Stadium and at Gleeveland Park it is Tuffley Rovers one, Hallam two. That could be massive in the Hellenic Premier survival race. Disaster there for Turfley Rovers, who will now be hoping that Long Levens can try and get a winner against Count. Meanwhile, Gloucester have 10 minutes to rescue a point here. Armson dinks it over the top for Glenn Walker. Coming back out of the penalty area now. Back with Armson. Lovely little drag back by him. Looks to get to the byline. Got Walker inside. It's a good pass, but Danny King read it well. King plays it inside to O'Sullivan. He's got Murrumbedzi on him. He's nearly lost out there, O'Sullivan. King has continued his run. This is a good break, this, from Gloucester, and they're just over halfway now. It's with Ledbitter. They've got numbers over at the back post. Ledbitter carries it still with a strike. Takes a deflection off Cullen and Lebed. Out of play for a corner. First Gloucester City corner of the half, I believe. Uh, looks like Ledbitter might have pulled up with a little bit of cramp perhaps after that run he is wearing some sort of medical sort of strapping on his uh, left thigh so perhaps maybe an aggravation of that and uh, physio has immediately signalled a substitution so doesn't look good for Dan Ledbitter be a big loss for Gloucester if he's out for a number of weeks 
Jack Hill or Joe Jeremiah will make their National League North debut for Gloucester City in just a moment. Who will Mansell put his faith in? I'm not too sure, to be fair. I think it might be... Looks like Jack Hill. Jack Hill. But he would have been tempted, but then what you'd have seen, Kelsey, if Jeremiah came on, you'd have to change shape and personnel again, which is obviously not something you'd want to do. And Ledby has been helped off the pitch. He's not even able to walk off under his own power. That's a big concern for me, Kelsey. Yeah, I mean, you can see the physio, as soon as he, you know, went over to Dan Ledbetter, as soon as he went over there, he signalled for substitution. So, Jack Hill makes his National League North debut for Gloucester. Meanwhile, there is a corner for the Tigers. O'Sullivan stood over it towards Thompson at the near post, headed clear by Lee and Love back there defending for Brackley. O'Sullivan receives it back, though. Now delivers, blocked by Murrumbedzi, the first man. It was poor, really, from O'Sullivan. Now with Sheaf. King in the penalty area, turned on his left foot. Danny King blocked. Shouts for handball, still there for Gloucester. It's Mike Sheaf! And it's just gone for a crowd of bodies, taking a deflection out of play for a corner. As the atmosphere ramps up inside New Meadow Park. Gloucester looking to rescue a point. Six and a half minutes to go. Thought it was in. It, it was looked in. Me. It looked in. If it hadn't taken that deflection, mate, it probably was in. It's just... You know, the rub of the green, what we were talking about earlier, you know, where's York shot from a similar position in the first half, doesn't take a deflection, goes in. Max Sheaf, same position, deflection, wide. Corner kick, O'Sullivan, back post, Matt Green's up there. As uh, shouts for another corner. Danny Lewis has clattered into his own man, but it's out of play, goal kick. Brackley will breathe a sigh of relief. Just a reminder for you that after full time... The car park will be closed for 15 minutes to anyone in a car to allow pedestrians to leave the stadium safely. Just uh, latest score updates as well from the National League North. Farsley were looking like they were going to be uh, consigned to another defeat. They've actually pulled it back. It's now 3-3. Farsley drawing that game uh, against Chorley. And Telford currently 0-0 as well. So both teams below Gloucester. And Geisley as well drawing. So all three teams around Gloucester picking up a point at least as things stand, which will leave the bottom four of the National League North on 18, 19, 20 and 21 points with Gloucester on 20 as things stand. And of course, all of those teams around Gloucester have got at least one game in hand on the Tigers as well. They have five minutes to put themselves in that group of teams in the bottom four, picking up a point this afternoon. Is this pressure a bit too little, too late? Potentially. Potentially. It easily could be. I think that Brackley, they'll know. They'll have the experience to you know, be able to know what's expected of them in the remaining minutes. You know, they don't have to do an awful lot. The impetus is on Gloucester to try and force the issue. But defending like they have done, it's, it's going well for them so far. And Love just uh, pushes Nugent in the back there as the two of them chase the ball. 
free kick given. Well, we'll take Chelsea. It's been rumours this week that Leon Love could be on the radar for Gloucester City as a potential um, you know, player to bring in. Based on what I've seen here today, I wouldn't waste my time. Another goal at the Corinium. It's now Sirencester 3, Winchester 2. Grandstand finish at the Corinium. It's a potential for a grandstand finish here at New Meadow Park. Tommy O'Sullivan has the ball inside the Brackley half. And he loses out to that man again, James Armson. Now it's Matt Lowe. Brings it forward. O'Sullivan coming back, makes a foul. And just a second tick by into minutes. Brackley look like they're heading away from New Meadow Park with all three points this afternoon and going top of the National League North with Gateshead 2-0 down currently. So it looks like whatever happens here, provided Brackley don't go on and lose this game, that they will be top of the National League North this evening as Lowe tries to keep it in on the byline. He's done well in the penalty area now, Matt Lowe. He's got three Gloucester shirts around him. Might do himself to win a corner here, but he hasn't done so. Louis Hall does well. Just clears it to absolutely no one, though. Headed inside to O'Sullivan. Tries to find Max Sheaf, but Armson picks it up. I think James Armson's probably my man of the match, to be honest, mate. I think he's had a very good game. Could put Glenn Walker up there as well for Brackley. And here come Brackley again. Ball in towards West York across the face of goal. Picked up by Hill. Cleared long over the head of Danny King. Headed back inside to Armson. Now Walker. Hill, good challenge by the young right back. Now King goes inside. Hill, round the corner to Holbert. Can Gloucester put one more twist in this tail? And Holbert has won himself a free kick. Fantastic from Jack Hill. Fantastic. He's played the ball forward and he's ran up to make sure he's up with his uh, defensive line. Challenged the, the, the Barkley man and showing a bit of skill to just nip it away and play a 1-2 with Tommy O'Sullivan. Fantastic from the, the right back there. Brackley are going to make a substitution. Their first of the afternoon, Jeff Putz is the man coming on. Perhaps maybe Wes York might be coming off, but the referee has uh, said they're taking too long over the substitution, so... O'Sullivan gets a chance to deliver the free kick. Holbert is in there at the back post. Falls for Nugent with a volley. Blocked high into the air and Lewis will come and claim that one. Good goalkeeping by Danny Lewis, but no pressure on him at all from a red shirt. Would have been interesting to see what would happen if it fell to Nugent's left foot. Right foot effort, it's weaker foot. But again, Brackley just being a wall of yellow and you know being tough to break down and that's all they've got to be. High into the air from Lewis. O'Sullivan underneath it with the header. Heads it forward, but no Gloucester City man is there for the second ball. Now York picks it up. Armson, Moore and Bedsey. York was looking for the run in behind, and he's found him. It's a good ball. Nugent does well, though, to just read that as Thompson plays it over the top for Green chasing. But Lewis, good start in position again. Knew that if he put himself between the ball and, and the man, that Green would have no chance of getting that one. Are we perhaps maybe going to see this substitution anytime soon? We are in the 90th minute, 30 seconds of normal time left to go. Looks like perhaps number nine is coming off. That is Lee in Love. Substitution for Brackley Town, replacing number nine, Lee and Blue is number 14, Jeff Putz. 
Jeff Perts is on. Lee and Love is off. Potentially making his last appearance for Brackley Town. You never know if the rumours are to be believed. I'd be disappointed if City went and signed him after this performance. Let's put it that way. There's been another goal. 90th minute. Sinner for Town. 3-0. Massive win for Alex Sykes. That is what we call, Kelsey, the Bussies for Breakfast effect. After Sam Pryor came on the show, after um, Brimscombe won 9-0, they then followed up with another win. And now Alex Sykes... And Alex Sykes is going to match it with a 3-0 win for Sinderford. Fairford still 1-0 up after uh, Jody Bevan's appearance as well. So, you know, everything's coming up. Millhouse. Five minutes of added time announced. I'd say that's probably about right, to be fair. Sheaf plays it back to Jack Hill. Takes it inside. Nice little composure shown by Hill. Thompson plays it over the top. Picked up by Walker, played off of O'Sullivan, and Hill goes in with the challenge. Wins the ball back for Gloucester. O'Sullivan looking for the ball into the box. Can't find anyone. King is back with Jack Hill, still trying to travel forward with it. Jack Hill still going. Now it's with Danny King on to his left, trying to shape a shooting position. Holbert comes in and wins it. Now Hill plays it to the right-hand side and falls over at the same time. Sheaf, Hill... Had a decent little cameo, Jack Hill. King puts the ball into the box and referee pulls it back for the advantage. Great officiating. Loudsman flag to let the referee know. Fantastic. I say it's right. I think the referee's had a good game. Yeah. The referee's had a very good game. So a chance this for Gloucester from the free kick. More or less every red shirt is... Uh, is is forward for Gloucester. Just one man back in Louis Hall. The roof will come off of New Meadow Park if there's a goal from this free kick. O'Sullivan to deliver. In towards the penalty area. The header from Mensah is over the top of the T end. It was a good ball as well. It was a really good ball from O'Sullivan. And Mensah just couldn't get over it. Just got under the ball. Because he timed his jump two tenths of a second earlier he probably gets over the top of that ball and heads it towards goal it's pretty central it was a good chance to compile the misery a little bit on Glossy's fans unintentionally but it's just floating around Jake Cole gets given the uh, Gloucester City sponsors man of the match the uh, MS roofing man of the match will be Announced by Ryan uh, after full time. Well, I was going to say, Kelsey, it's Jordan Young, who's joined Chippenham this week, has scored a goal from his own half. Also, uh, further misery for Gloucester fans. Uh, Guysley have gone 1-0 up right at the death in their game as well. As full time's coming in around the National League North. Still two minutes left in this game for Gloucester to salvage a point this afternoon. Louis Hall now has it with Max Sheaf. Max Sheaf still going. Brackley have a man down. They want the play stopped, but Gloucester will play on. Now it's with Jack Hill. He's got O'Sullivan making the run, and Hill wins his side of corner. Now the referee will tend to the stricken Brackley player, who I think is Jordan Cullinan Laberd, I believe. Jake Cole is going up, Ryan. The keeper's up for the corner.
As, uh, Brackley want to make a substitution. The referee is ignoring it. O'Sullivan, corner, comes in, back post. Thompson heads it back up there. It might still fall, and there's a foul in there by Nugent, I believe it was. I don't actually. I don't think it was Ben Nugent. He's just not quite sure. It looked like he was the closest man to it. Uh, so we have pretty much ticked over into the final minute of added time. 45 seconds of stoppage time left, and Brackley will take every single second they can off of this clock. Interesting. They don't need to make a sub now. Yeah, absolutely. Probably would have been a mistake. You always say, you know, don't make substitutions from defensive corners and defensive set pieces. So, probably right decision. Lewis absolutely launches this one. I know Sullivan loses out to Lowe. Wes York wins it. Looks to go down the line. Jack Hill. He did really well to intercept that Jack Hill, and he's just lost his footing in front of us. It's a throw in to be taken by Walker. Hill loses foot in again. As there goes, the full-time whistle. Brackley win here at New Meadow Park. Gloucester lose again. A singular goal by Wes York in the first half is enough to consign Gloucester City to another defeat here at New Meadow Park. Another game where they haven't scored as well. The misery compiled by Brackley Town on Gloucester City fans this afternoon. Ryan, sum that game up for us and give us your MS Roofin Man of the Match for this afternoon. Well, it was a weird game, really. Gloucester, we felt at half time, didn't deserve to be losing. On the balance of play at the end of the 90 minutes, they maybe didn't deserve to lose the game, Kelsey, I've got to be honest. I think that both sides probably warranted something from the game. I think Bradley showed flashes, and, and that's probably about it. They got their goal against the run of play at the time, but they did what all good teams do, and they managed to grind it out. Did they, did they expect to win a game? You look at some of the players in that first 45, Kelsey, I'd say they came here expecting to win quite comfortably. They haven't won comfortably in the end, but they have won. And that will be the most important thing. For City, they can take a lot of positives from this performance. I think that the way they approached it, the mentality, the application, the quality was there. Just couldn't get that final finish in the end. And that was the disappointment for them. Jake Cole made a number of saves in that second half to keep Gloucester in it and really give them hope. So he is, is naturally going to be the man of the match for, for me as well. But that's only because Gloucester didn't score. And because Gloucester didn't you know, produce enough, Kelsey, in that second 45 minutes for me to give it to any of the outfield players. One of the positives I would say is Jack Hill. When he came on the pitch for his debut here, yes, he only got about 12 minutes, I think, in the end. But you know, I thought he played quite well in that, and he looked quite promising. Tommy O'Sullivan, probably a bit quiet in the second half, but in that first 45, it was one of the better performances I've seen from him. Um, and also, I would say Lucas Tomlinson in the first 45 was very, very good too. And also, as we said, Kelsey, Jordan Thompson, I thought, had a good game in terms of the outfield players as well. But in the end, positives to take, but the disappointing thing will be that it was a defeat in the end for Gloucester City. But Jake Cole gets my man of the match as well. Just watching a couple of the Gloucester City players um, 
you know, clapping the fans off. Seemed to be uh, some form of altercation maybe between Tommy O'Sullivan and a couple of Gloucester City fans. Perhaps maybe some choice words were given towards O'Sullivan. Don't know what for. I mean, if they're saying that O'Sullivan has had a bad game, I'd probably disagree with that. I don't think he's had a bad game at all. Um, I'd agree with your assessment there, Roy. I, I don't think I've seen enough from any of the outfield players to warrant giving them man of the match for this afternoon. Um, I would say, though, I'd, I would give a note for, for the way that Jordan Thompson played this afternoon as well. I was um, going to say, if you had to hold a gun from my head and said an outfield player, it would be Jordan Thompson. After I was not necessarily critical of him on the podcast last week. Well, you weren't complimentary, um, mate. I wasn't complimentary, but I wasn't critical. I just no. simply said I hadn't seen enough of him to know whether he's good enough to play in the National League North at this level. And to be fair, based on that performance, I'd say, yeah, he's a good, versatile player, versatile player to have. You play most of the game at right back, then when obviously when... Dan Ledbetter slotted back into right back, moved over to centre half. I think he, good performance from him, but yeah, Jake Cole would be my uh, man of the match for Gloucester City. I think in terms of overall man of the match, um, I probably would be looking at James Armson, uh, Glenn Walker, and Wes York as well. And I would also put a note in for Danny Lewis, the Brackley Town goalkeeper. Um, for their performance. To be fair, you could pr- you pr- could probably even add in Shep Murrum Bedsy as well. Say, I think Shep um, had a very good game, and particularly that second half, I felt him and uh, Armson in the middle really did control things and make it difficult for Gloucester. But you know, overall, good contest. But I was a little bit bored in that second half. To be fair, but that's it. That's what National League football is all about. Sometimes you have to grind it out, and Brackley Town have done that today. Um, we'll be back with more commentaries in the next week or so um, we've got live updates from Long Levens versus Fairford in the County Cup on Wednesday night check out 7sport.co.uk for all of the latest news in Gloucestershire non-league football listen back to this commentary and also buddies for breakfast from this morning on our Spotify and also on 7sport.co.uk and you can also listen to TN Talk the brand new Gloucester City based podcast where we'll be recording the second episode in the coming days for release at the start of next week. So check out that one as well. You can listen back to the first episode on the Spotify and also on 7 Sport UK. Just search T and Talk. I've been Ryan Butler, joined by Kelsey DeMaria as ever, and we've witnessed uh, another game here where Glossy have at least you know played better and will have some positives to take, but unfortunately have gone down losing by a goal to nil to Brackley Town. For the best sports coverage in the West, visit 7sport.co.uk.